but Gold Trip is brave. A hundred to go, a length and a half emissary. Gold Trip is going to win the Lexus Melbourne Cup. Gold Trip wins it in a real staying contest for the ages. Welcome to Bet Doctor Behind the Curtain. Look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. I'm pretty fresh. Johnny Walter. Wow, it's an epic, isn't it? How are you? Sorry. What? Hey? I've just been to the podiatrist, got some glue-on shoes put on, and I'm ready to rumble. Oh, wow. Gold trip. Wouldn't win a Hotham, wouldn't win the backward race, but... Uh, I said it would win the Hotham. That was its go. Would it have won the Hotham? Probably fairly. Yeah, there you go. Well, we'll get on to that later. Nico Noonan, how are you faring, mate? Big week. Uh, not too fresh, uh, to give you the tip, but uh, we're battling through uh, Oaks Day today, so hopefully we can uh, find a few there, and then uh, big day racing, stakes day as well with the... Uh, well, I suppose it's Champions Day now, isn't it, with the Champions Sprint, Champions Stakes, and Champions Mile. So um, Champions Day at Flemington for uh, the last day of the carnival. What's one up from a champion? Like, what's a what, what's what, what is he going to bring in next year? Legend, like the, Legends Day. Like the what's the Greek gods or something? Yeah. It'll be, they'll all be named after Greek gods or something. It's very petty, isn't it? Hercules. Championships, then Champions Day. <laughs> oh. You get dizzy trying to keep up with all the the races. And like Hong Kong has, I don't mind it. Okay, and the races look good, but. Uh, it's Hong Kong's Champions Day, right? Like, yeah, yeah, two weeks in December. Anyway, that's whatever. what I thought it was. Who cares, really? All right, let's uh, let's talk about uh, the Melbourne Cup. The Cox Plate form did it again. I tell you what, Bookies had their foot all over this horse for quite some time. Uh, I think it was eleven dollars when we did the preview show. But I looked at this horse's price. I think after the Cox Plate, I think it was thirteen dollars. The best I saw in the lead ups around the traps was maybe seventeen dollars. Gold Trip. They were just unders this horse the whole time. Uh, there was queries around its feet and then I sort of I was sort of thinking lying in bed last night thinking about this horse and the only conclusion that I can come up with is it just needed a heap more racing to get itself fit enough it had that tough run Nico when it was wide uh, at Caulfield Cup day and emptied out on the line Zara thought oh well this horse doesn't get the trip this is why it was suited on the backup finally started to hit his straps there and get fit Jamie Spencer slaughtered it and here it comes out on cup day and just beast these, these other horses and was just too classy for him. Yeah, best horse in the race. I think that's all it came down to, to be honest. He handed the conditions the best. He had the probably the most one of the horses with the most miles in his legs, and that was how the race was run, wasn't it? It was a true sort of sustained test of um, endurance, and uh, he had a lot of sort of fitness on his side coming through the Cox Plate, um, you know, having sort of three runs in the key lead-ups, sort of high motion off the quick backup run really well. Um, Emissary was out of a fast run, Geelong Cup, so... Yeah, it was those horses that had really sort of um, been around the traps, hadn't it? That sort of were to the fore. There, it was a, it was a slog. It was an absolute slog. The cup. Um, I thought his win was really good, though. Like the emissary sort of loomed up to him, and I thought it was probably going to go past him. And he found another gear, and he kicked away late. And I don't know. He just he kind of did what you'd expect a, a true top weight to do. A horse of his class. He just he showed that there on Saturday. Um, he was probably weighted right into it, but. There's sort of no knocking him after the race, I wouldn't have thought. Mm, I thought the hard luck story is probably that that last rain band that hit Flemington, it put the line through Emissary. There was money for it, and then it just sort of ballooned back out in price once that last sort of shower hit. And I think the track rating was probably the thing that brought that horse unstuck, I would have thought. It, it's definitely better on top of the ground. You look, go through its form. Yeah, I don't know. Huh? I, I just want to forget that Melbourne Cup ever happened. I don't know. I, I went back well, through. You can't through. do this. You can't. No, no. I went back through gold trip. With the head wobble about me. No, no, no. Voice, I, I went back through gold the... trip, and it's like I was like, what? What did I? I didn't miss anything. Like as in its form, I just took a set against it because of its feet, and then like it was weird. You, you uh, 
uh, I heard about the glue-on shoes and they said nowhere near as bad as, uh, say, bar plates, anything like that. Like it's not a death sentence, glue-on shoes. But then after, you know, talking to and listening to the fairies, like, well, this horse takes five, six, seven days to be sound after they shoe it. That's how bad his feet are. That's why they shoot it straight after it ran in the cox plate to, to hope that it would get through the, you know, the brutal um, veterinary procedures that they only have for the Melbourne Cup, funnily, mm. every year. Uh, good to see Luna Flair going around uh, this weekend mm. potentially. But uh, regardless, he's obviously, yeah, like he's just a, a freakish horse. But um, my, my like all the horses I liked came out of the same race he did, the Caulfield Cup. And, yep. he, you know, he was the one I thought, even though he did race a little bit wide and closer to the speed, was probably vulnerable, most vulnerable late. So, uh, you know, genius effort from Ma. He's a freak to run it in the Cox Plate and then have him in here to run him in all three races. If you told me that, you know, two months ago, this horse would get through this preparation uh, sound, let alone be winning the Melbourne Cup at the end of it, I would have told you you were insane. So full credit to Kieran Ma. I think it's probably the lowest Melbourne Cup we may ever see, hopefully. Uh, hopefully it'll kick back into a bit more classier event in the future, But uh, especially when Gray Marlin sits six wide the trip next year and just pisses up by about 15. Oh, here we go. It's a new <laughs> night's order. No, at least it's a younger uh, horse. At least it's adaptable. Mm. I, was, I was concerned. $11 out to 26 I thought the horse might be dead uh, in, in the betting. But, um, again, when we previewed the – Is that what they bet, 26 late? Oh, yeah, it was a lot, like I went back through the thing. And I'm like, oh, <clears throat> this horse. We we said, oh, was it going to run 3,200 meters? That was sort of the query. Mark Zara sort of poo pooed it. He didn't think it was going to stay. And then I went back through our tapes, and I'm like, it's, it was 11 dollars top sports price on the Sunday. And then you could have got 26 at the death. They might even bet 30s some places. I reckon which is that just was insane. the the Zara interview was the thing that put the nail in the coffin for yeah. me because I like you're sitting on the fence. So this old mates grade me up saying the glue on shoes aren't that bad. I'm like. And then you hear Zari like, no, no, stuff it. <laughs> it's just, if, he, if he's grayed up that it's not going to run the trip and and you think there's a query over its, you know, soundness, <laughs> yeah, mm. too good. Anyway, it's good to be uh, still standing and it's, just, I guess, another race for us. The big dance, uh, Battler Trader wins it, Kay Lee's, Rustic oh, Steel. God. And I just, you know, I saw some, you know, like they're trying to spin it you know, whichever way they can. Oh, you know, it's good to see a country trainer, uh, you know, that, that attends all these country meetings getting the money, which, you know, which is fine. He, but he's not a country trainer. He's got, what has he got, 300 in work or not in work, 300 on his books or something. He's, uh, you know, I think he's technically a provincial trainer, but he's not. Uh, but either way, you know, he does take horses everywhere all the time. He is a big supporter of country racing. And old Nash, he came out of the, he's been asleep for about three months. He produced the career on it and he produced the career on uh, Fender. He might be back. Mm. He's riding uh, in Melbourne on Saturday as well, so that'd be mm. interesting. He's got a couple of good rides there. Nico, Saturday, uh, my little spies are saying it could be uh, a good four, good three, and then maybe just fence off. I thought the track at Flemington's been playing <clears throat> superb, and it's just evolved nicely. Yeah, I suppose it's sort of um, you're going to have to sort of watch how we get through today, aren't we? I would imagine the, the fence is probably going to be off today, and then sort of um, where they sort of get to and how wide they get, I imagine today will be the key for Saturday if, you know, some horses are going to look back to go back to the inside if it's a bit fresher ground or if the outside's really chopped up. So today's the uh, the crucial day, but, yeah, the weather sort of looks like it's going to be um, drying for the next few days. Even today, it doesn't look like we're going to get the, the showers that they sort of predicted. So, um, yeah, the track's only going to dry out, which is probably what you want for a, a race like the the Champion Stakes Day. Um, 
you know, you want the good horses on their on their preferred conditions, and that's a good track. Obviously, that's where they always sort of perform at their best. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a good day of racing. Mm, be interesting to see a couple of form reversals because there's a lot of heavy form floating around uh, from their last start. So, uh, it'll be fascinating to see how it plays out. Uh, the rolling uh, punters club. We started off with eighteen thousand, and uh, Cup Day was a bit uh, up and down. We had uh, Kin. We took the early price hit nineteen to five dollars. No good. Just folks at wide big uh, run it. Walt tipped up uh, Key Largo. We chimed into that, and I found Vespertine at the worst price imaginable. I thought that'll find Beggy's horse in the last. Uh, I think T Dog tipped it up as well, which is uh, good betting there. And we had no luck with uh, Mac and Cheese. The track was cactus by that stage, and uh, that was a horse that I sort of liked at uh, giant odds there. So we've got about 12K coming into Thursday. we got She's Extreme for two and a half, Matron, Bullwinkle for a 5K result, and then. Uh, I wish I had or something like that. Ipswich Race 1. Donnie's got that rolling for a 4K result. So it's moving day for us. I'll tell you how cast I was coming into Melbourne Cup Day. I'm watching the races and, it, like, you had to be on speed wide. Like, I think race the second last race, car on, didn't she? And I'm like, oh, well, she'll be in the same spot on Zethus sitting outside the leader, you know, around the bend. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot it was a straight race. Oh, you did That's how cast I was. Oh, God. That's how tired I was coming in. And I'm like... Oh, my God. What have I done? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Anyway, Jesus Christ. It is. Uh, it's crazy. an embarrassing one, though. I've gone from the Barocca to the Hydrolite, so I'm uh, I'm just battling and limping my way through. Uh, it's uh, So it's going to be a fascinating finish to the Punters Club, but uh, I'm pretty excited about Oaks Day and uh, more excited about uh, Champions Day or this Saturday. I think we've got plenty of opportunities. I'll be disappointed if we can't come away with the big W, and hopefully Donnie doesn't uh, – well, hopefully, you can just kick along out wide. He gave us a heart attack yesterday. Where were they? Yesterday, Grafton. A. Mallion rode, rode past the bloody candy well, store. I look at it, and it's like 2,100 metre, whatever it was, maiden or something. Maroon then, magic. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, my God. And then 15 starts or something. I'm like, oh, my God. He can... He loves he loves the pain. He loves going wide. He loves riding the the, the tightrope, doesn't he? Oh, he's crazy. He loves a female rider and he loves betting anywhere. But mm. tell you what, when Donny bets, they do go off. So can't wait for uh, Donny's best this week. And uh, it's just nice in the Discord channel, just holding his hand and uh, betting for the next couple of days. So it's going to be a great finish to the Punters Club. I think we're going to get the uh, get the win despite uh, John Walters' death riding. Tracks grand. This is a beauty. I think Mug's been at the Bendigo Dogs. Look at this one. Roast beef, nuggets, chips, bathed. I'm going to say bathing What's gravy. It's gravy. Uh, that looks gravy. like a bad gravy, I would have thought. But uh, 20 bucks for um, that little selection $20. there. Does that come with those two Melbourne bitters? How would you like your veggies, fried and chipped, and then the Melbourne bitters? I don't think are included. So Bendigo Dogs, twenty bucks. If you want to have a coronary, that's uh, that's where you need to be. So I'm tipping uh, mug on two. We'll be at the like Bendigo Dogs. Some oil. <laughs> it does look like some oil. Oh. Uh, manscaped.com. I'll tell you what, I've uh, I've sort of dropped the ball a bit, had a bit of nose hair, but uh, this little uh, weed whacker has done the trick this week. It's been an absolute beauty. The lawnmower. As soon as I haven't had time to shave down, which is pretty uh, pretty disturbing. Maybe tomorrow I might get a look at it because I've done, already done the form for Saturday, except for Sydney. You've done it for me. Well, I don't want any more middle pictures. I've had a long week. I don't need to be thinking about you standing out the front with the, the, the lawnmower. lawnmower. Yeah. 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 Manscaped.com, little birdie, 20% off the code, great for Christmas, and it's uh, it travels really well. I'm not, can't, I'm not sure if you can get away with them through the airports either, but um, absolute uh, game changer at manscaped.com. As I said, Donnie, uh, he's got a couple of beauties this week. He's got one at Friday, Kempsey. Walt, you're going all right. 
Tell you what, if if you don't subscribe, you are absolutely out of your mind. Eight dollar winner Key Largo Tuesday, and I think you served up another absolute moral six unit play. What's your max unit? Well, actually, that's another one of my good efforts there. That I, I forgot I extended it to ten, so six was the max <laughs> yesterday. But don't I won't let that out either. But uh, what was it called? Beef Week Princess, you yeah, backed nicely backed, and then and they'll make. I'm watching it, thinking, oh, this will just swim by a mile. There's only one danger that you know might not run the trip. They rode it forward, so that was good. I was like that. They've just cast their chances. This will just win, and it sort of hit the front race, and then it just like stopping. I'm like, ah, oh. train jockey comes back, hot oh, like. This horse in is distress. off. Yeah, in distress. Like, I'm, I'm very upset with its action. So I hope the horse is okay, but we got away with one by the sounds of it. So, I've never really heard a jockey issue. say that after he's got off the horse. This horse is not just one not that's right. won anyway. Exactly. It's crazy. <laughs> not one that's won. So thank goodness. So you got to check out his stuff, racingwatch.com.au. Uh, top Sport, Steam. The Steam Swerve, the Cup winner, 11 out of 26. No surprise there. But I spoke to Tristan. They laid the first four multiple times. Uh, what's it played? Hundred thousand. Well, it's played a gazillion. So oh, just, are you serious? Yeah, no wonder. I was, I was waiting for a message of you know. Oh, thank God, it. we've had a good one. And no. Nah. Uh, oh, that's, that's, that's a isn't sick it? result. Who, who, oh, Dover run fourth. Who's run high third? emotion? High, high, high emotion. Any price. Is it like two hundred? Any price. Oh my no, goodness! It was like a sixties. Oh, I just 60s, thought. I've never seen some some blokes price. carrying on that he ran a place of sixties. Anyway, that's still. Bet Doctor lay of the wisp, lay of the week beat the doctor. I tell you what, we're in the fetal position. We just keep laying all the blue jacket winners at the moment. I'm not taking on Animo. I want to, but I'm trying to be nice to Nico. Just keep what? just keep running it. Just keep punching yourself in. You gotta you gotta keep backing yourself. I, I think it's gonna get beat on the weekend, Animo. Jesus Might Christ. run. Where'd it draw? Hey? Four. Four. I'll take it on. He just draws four every time. I'll take it on. Four. It was Animate absolutely four. blessed in the Cox Plate, and I'll be taking it on. So we'll get to that race later. But we're going to uh, we're going to hunt the favourite in the Matriarch Dynasties. You're going to hump the favourite. Hunt the favourite. Is that the thing you tipped the other day? Dynasties that, ca- that come up the inside. Dynasties in the um the, the Snowden thing. Is that the horse? Yep. Yep. So it ran this week, didn't it? J Car. Yeah. Dynasties. Tuesday or Saturday? When did it run? Just the other day. The other day. <laughs> Tuesday. Tuesday. Run Tuesday. Yeah. It's Tuesday. Popped up the inside and just. Yeah. Are you tipping this thing, Nico? No, nah, I sort of haven't had a good look at the matriarch yet, but I th- early glance, I thought she was probably a bit short at sort of 460, but um, yeah, I thought a tissue might be the horse that's sort of a bit deadly there on the backup. No, oh, uh, D- Dynasty's, in in my opinion, wants a wet track, and it's going to be a road on, on Saturday, so I'm happy oh. to take this horse on. So if you want to beat the doctor, we get, we're absolutely copying. I think Tristan's going to turn me off soon. We're, we're tipping too many uh, winners. And we need to get get losers. So Dynasties is the horse that we're going to take on in the matriarch. Everyone so, thinks you're a genius, thinks it's a marketing ploy, and you're just finding winner after winner to get him more business, and they don't realise you're actually trying. Well, the the problem the problem is he's going to tap me on the shoulder soon and say no more, please. Anyone who's seen we're your charity betting over the last three or four years <laughs> knows that you are trying. <laughs> oh, I tissue can... sales home. I'll be in the bushes. If you if you were. Uh... If you want to have a horse to have EIPH or if you want a thumps or cardiac arrhythmia, just give us a little sneaky just jump just in the Discord chat the DMs. Yeah, and say, Scooty, just declare this one. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I've backed so many horses lately to just pull up. It's just it's just pull up. Literally, just pull up. Just die. <laughs> just die. And guess what? I didn't back Beef Week Princess. Didn't you? Oh, yeah, no, I was taking the kids to school. I was doing something. I was picking oh. up Piper. Speaking of pulling up, where's where's DK? His cast. Just oh. quietly. Virus. What you, as if he's got a virus. This I, is, you know what he's got in Melbourne Cup itis. He's and he hasn't had a bet. 
He's the only person this whole week because there's no maidens, hasn't had a bet. He's just had 4,000 schooners. It's bad management, though. How, how can you get COVID in Cup Week? It's sort of like an AFL team. Obviously, it, Everyone's it flowed it. through Gimlet or somewhere like that. You know, that must have been an outbreak. It's just, it's just really it's, – it's a poor setup. Like, if you're a professional at your craft, you'd go and get COVID and get it, month, you know, months before the Spring Carnival. It's like a footy team that gets COVID during the finals. Like, surely in the off-season, you have a big COVID party. Can't you get it more than once? What is it? Is it yeah, haven't you had it like six times? No, mate. I, I probably have, but I, I don't need to dog myself I in every time I get it. I don't care. Play on. Top Sport to win five, all the group ones, so make sure uh, you have a bet with Top Sport. Uh, they support us with the punters, clubs, the syndicates, and obviously all the shows and the free content without Top Sport. Couldn't get all this uh, free mail from the lads, so make sure you head to topsport.com.au and support the Aussie-owned and local blokes. Great family, the Burlands do a stunning job there. Champions Day, as we said, so Nico's Mounting Yard Mail, make sure uh, you get that. But let's have a look at the uh, the Champions Sprint over uh, 1,200 metres. That's race six at Flemington on Saturday. And it's Nature Strip, 205. Uh, Bella Nipatina, $5. Giga Kick, 550. Pirelli, $26. Rockin' Horse, 26. Front Page, 31. Levant, 31. $34. Argentia. And then uh, Mars Crusader, Rothfire, similar quote. Lofty Strike, 41. And uh, that's about the gist of the race. Let's have a look at uh, the replay of the Everest. It feels like we've watched it 18 million times. Uh, Jack and O's on the inside. We saw it flop, giga kick um, in behind him in the white and red. And uh, still a pretty uh, admirable run here, Nature Strip, I would have thought. And you can just see Private Eye, who's uh, just starting to peel off his back and Frank the Oh, yeah, you can just see Private Eye. Yeah, good. Couldn't win for us this day at $17. And here comes, here comes Giga Kick, bang, Marzu. So the form's pretty true. He's really good up the straight here at Flemington. Uh, Nico, thoughts on uh, this race? Deep race, isn't it? Um, sort of the Everest rerun with Nature Strip v um, Giga Kick again. It would have been interesting if Private Eye had a sort of lined up here. Um, he's probably taken out sort of a, a bit of the battle, but he goes to the mile race, which he may be suited in. Um I don't know. I think you, you just have to look at Nature Strip's third up record, don't you? He's had nine starts for seven wins. Second up, he's had ten starts for two wins. You know, three thirds and a oh, three seconds and a third. So his third up record's obviously outstanding. Um, I wasn't sort of reading into it too much in the Everest, but maybe it is a thing. He's just a bit flatter second up and third ups really where you want to find him. He bolted in the TJ third up last prep, ran an enormous figure there. He draws really well here, Barry number 12. You think the sort of um, wider lanes now are getting into the, the best part of the straight. We saw that late on Tuesday with Vespertine. She sort of got to the wider lanes and was very strong. So, um, yeah, I think he's extremely hard to knock. Obviously, he's got to give bigger kick weight again, but I don't think the tempo will be as fast here. And I think Nature Strip's probably slightly better up the straight than he is at any other track. Um, he seems just a really... Go up the straight like he's winning this in this race last year was absolutely dominant. I know he didn't beat much, but um, he just seems to find another leg here. I thought sort of two dollars. I sort of was expecting more like a dollar eighty versus sort of six dollars. Um, so I think there's probably still a bit of fat in Nature Strip's price. And uh, yeah, I'm going again. I thought he was pretty hard to beat last start, and I just don't think the race kind of worked out perfectly for him. He got a bit taken on there by Eduardo, so um, I doubt that's going to happen here. He should get his own way and uh, be extremely hard to beat. Was that, were those stats courtesy of Davo's mentoring twenty nine ninety five a week, or were they? Did you come up with them? Courtesy of uh, racing dot com. Racing on the website. Oh, racing. Free, they show the they show the third up stats. No one bit else of really a shows different them. Different prep this time though. Shorter break. The Ascot trip. 
You know, like I, I'm not saying that it's incorrect, but I'm just saying it's a little bit different, a little bit harder to fuck. How, how does he beat Giga Kick? I think I, I want to be Camp Giga Kick. I think it's a changing in the guard. I think Giga Kick's the horse I want to be on. How does he beat him? I just think, oh, you know, old eight-year-old getting deeper into his prep, even money, no for me. I'm going to put Bella Nipotini into the bin back to a dry what track. What about its last number? Did you see its number, Nico? Like, I'm not yeah. the ratings man, but what the hell happened there? It's gone, like, very elegant in the Melbourne Cup. It rated, like, the best sprinting performance of the season on a lot of databases. Um, yeah. Big margin. Big margin, obviously, obviously inflated that, and sort of she found her perfect conditions, and she's really good at Mooney Valley. But, like, um, her record. It went like it too, though, didn't it? Like, it. Uh, yeah. It's like, what the hell do you do with that performance? They backed it, it, it should be favourite off that. It's uh, it's just the weirdest. I just love those sorts of things. She's in the she's in the game, like definitely sort of six fifty into fives. Um, I couldn't back her to beat Nature Strip or Giga Kick for sure. I think last start's probably a bit. That's the thing, though. But it, like, bit, is it a it, bit it, like for Gazy? Was it really? Was that's it right. Real? Is she like, in the game? Because she yeah. isn't. Is she? Like she isn't. On if if you if you if sanity if if you think about it, she's not in the game on that. She is. But like, what? How do you? Like for it to be shorter than Giga Kick, I think is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, uh, but then you look at the, you understand why people come up with the. the Does number. Mooney Valley form transfer to the straight, especially going back to a dry track? No, unless you're an no. absolute freak show of a horse. Like, no, she got beaten last time. I think last time she met in this race last year, she got beaten by Nature Strip by five. I know she's going a lot better this time around, but. She just doesn't strike me as a horse that can post a, a good dead enough figure. It's a dead set two-horse race. Yeah. It's a dead set two-horse race. Like, would you rather back, well, actually Nick has already answered it, but Giga Kick each way or or Nature Strip the win or would you back Giga Kick the place instead of Nature Strip the win? It's an interesting, I think they're probably the answers, the question I would mm. have Is to ask myself. Is there any chance Giga Kick's flat out of the Everest? Like, yeah, we saw Jackano sort of similar profile be flat out of the Everest as a three-year-old. It had gone 14, 12, mm. 12. This horse has gone 11, 12, uh, back to, what's this race, 12? And 11, he had 12, a year 12. that led up for a while, Nico. I think this horse is a lot fresher, so I think he's got more up. He had it's more, the less beaten up, yeah. yeah more upside then. Brings a real fascinating angle to the race, doesn't it? Because if there's no gig here, Nacer Trip's very short. And like you said, he is eight. We do need something to sort of rise and take him on a bit. But, um, you know, I think he's he's really playing in his own He's playing in his own backyard down the straight. Like this is this is where he's at his best, I reckon, and third up. Um. I backed him last start, so I just I got a stick. I got a stick. No doubt in title be favourite. I think you nail on the head there. I I just hope that he backs it up and fl- flogs Nature's Trip just for racing. What? Giga kick. I just hope he's a freak. I just um because you even go back and watch that bonus. Not just what, what he did, the jump he made in the Everest. If he sort of continues that, good for racing. Mm. I thought Lofty Strike was a sneaky one to uh, to fill a placing. <clears throat> I just it was disappointed that he drew barrier two. But I think this horse back to a, uh, a dry surface is even better. Um, but, yeah, Barrier 2 sort of puts him out of play. But I thought he would be a sneaky chance to to run third. So, so definitely siding with the uh, the three-year-old form here. All right, let's push on to the uh, the next race. Pretty uh, clear cut there. Uh, the Champions Mile, 1,600 metres here. And this is uh, where Private Eyes uh, lined up here. 3.30, uh, Cascadian 4.40, my Oberon 4.40, Alligator Blood, 650, Mr. Brightside 10, Tuvalu $10, Aegon 26, Kiss Sum 51, uh, and Dallasan $81, my old sweetheart. Let's have a look at uh, Private Eye uh, taking uh, Mazu and Special K, run out of his skin here, uh, apart in the uh, the 1300 metre race. But uh, 
In hindsight, uh, yeah, I was a bit. I was kicking myself a bit that I didn't uh, step into this horse. I sort of missed the price a little bit, uh, Private Eye, and I was just so sick that he lost the start prior at seventeen dollars. I sort of the way the track was sook. too. So I was sleepy on it as well. My favourite bloody horse, and the way the track was racing was a bit strange, wasn't it? Like it was actually suiting him, but yeah, he's goddamn airborne. Mm. The other replay we're going to have a look at is Cascadian. Uh, obviously, he goes pretty, uh, pretty good at Flemington. Uh, over the uh, over the mile, he's got some uh, good ratings. So he's got there. what two thousand? How far was this? Eighteen hundred? Two thousand mm. eighteen hundred back to a mile. He's sort of in reverse. Two thousand eighteen hundred, like heavy, soft. Now he's going to go sixteen hundred. Good track. It's, Enjoy, a, it's a real folk, head scratcher. Just folk. How did it go the other day? <laughs> You're just doing that to wind me up. No, I'm serious. We, I don't know. I didn't. Back there, to the but I know for me, not run well is what I mean. Uh, he, he, he did pretty well, but he's uh, 60 kilos, three wide the entire, and, and just I think got beat got on the line. He's a shocker. Ran, ran really well at that race, sort of at Rose Hill on Derby Day. That wasn't was a bad surprised. race either. Here, yeah. I was surprised Cascadian was 440. I thought he's probably the weak spot in the market. Like you look at, agree. Sort of private eyes had. An exceptional prep. Like his last four runs have been terrific. If you include the Stradbroke, where he probably should have gone very, very close to you know um, eyeballing alligator blood there. Then this prep he's been outstanding. He gets back to the mile, which I I don't know. I can't work out if it's a tick or a cross. Like I think he's going to be an exceptional sprinter if they want to run him that way. But he did win an Epsom at a mile. It's not like he's a pen job over this trip. So well, you uh, got yeah, you got him coming up and the others that are beaten up a little bit coming back. So it's a it's a really funny one, isn't it? Like trying to line them all up. This my Oberon, see him in the yard at Mooney Valley, it was like 70% fit and still come out and absolutely bolted in. Um, thought this was a big win, ran an enormous figure on punning form. I think it was what, uh, looking back through 16.8 lengths above overall. That is and that, But really most big. of that was in the first half, wasn't it? Although like to the 16. Yeah, it was, yeah. Bit, it was sort of, he did it both ends really. Um, I, I, mean the race. At, I mean the race, yeah, yeah. But he, yeah, yeah. Look, look at the way he just powers away here. And then you go, okay, well, he gets the blinkers on as well. So he could improve again off that. I think he'll only improve from the yard. So mm, scary. he had some, he had some really strong overseas form lines and it was, I think they didn't run him in the Cox Plate, looking him in the yard because they probably didn't think he was fit enough for two thousand. Um, he's got a good second up record. I don't know the way I was kind of viewing the race is he could be the sort of fresh blood here that's you know real sort of potent. Um, I thought it was between him and Private Eye. Uh, I would have loved to see Private Eye go to the sprint race, and you probably could have bet up my Oberon here. Um, if, if I was sort of in charge of the bet doctor lay of the days, I reckon it probably would have been Cascadian take on the blue again. I think he's. It'll no, continue to blow for sure. He's won his last two, but you know he's beat Just Folk and the Hill Stakes was nothing. Comes back and trip like last time was at you know sixteen hundred meters. Flemington Alligator Blood dead set lapped him, and he's sort of six dollars fifty. He has to be in the race. Mister Brightside's come back and trip. Aegon was enormous first up in the Munga. Tavolu won the Turak last start. Like this is an exceptional race, and he's going to be last um, probably Cascadian. You would imagine, but like I, I think I you're, pay, take you're paying the J Mac tax, aren't you? I wouldn't take twenties. Wouldn't take twenties. Mm, I think. I think you've not. Yeah, you know, I can't add anymore. I think you nailed it. We're, we're looking at the race exactly the same. The only other horse that I've got a lot of time for is Kiss Sum, and he just looks again. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it. Big, yeah. big odds. The place. Eight place. Kiss yeah. Sum. Ever since you've been spending more time in your Discord and you've been getting a bit of mentoring there, you've you've you've, you've come around to the place a bit more, <laughs> aren't you? More of a place man. Big odds supply. You like betting into the 190 of the place or whatever it is, or 600 well, or whatever it is. Someone, someone's asked me, they said, oh, why don't you bet mac and cheese the place? Or why don't you bet kin the place? Well, mac and cheese the place. Mac and, mac and cheese, no one wanted to be on it. The market was $26 out to 51 Silly me, chases it out. 
because I just thought it was crazy odds. But how can you how can you go into a you race should have like known that, that with it was going to come back to the inside? Well, back it, the that's place. why that's exactly why I didn't back at the place because the fence was <laughs> off, and I was just hoping that I could you know pull yeah. pull one out or Huey could and just uh, sort of fluke a fifties chance. So back to this stupid race. Mm. Jeez, it's ended up a great race. I love these sorts of races. It's a cracker, yeah, because uh, just the different angles. My see, <laughs> if I didn't hear what Nico said there. I would have near, near wanted to like be right against it. Who? But he's uh, my Oberon. But just so, like he said, saying it, there's, there's huge upside blinkers, as he says, you know, super strong horse. Um, oh, it's just a great. Even Mr. Brightside can improve. Alligator Blood's going to get it soft in front with Tuvalu, like sitting there as well. So, as you say, inform horses in all positions. Uh, you know, Kiss Some, I wish it had a stayed in Sydney, but it is flying. And it's, it's, so it's, it's just a big price. It is a. They're both not great betting races from my perspective, as in, like, you know, you can't be super confident, but they're great races, great angles, turned out really well. Like, it's, you know, I'm not even siding. I'm not being silly, but Melbourne racing has far uh, – there's been a couple of nice races in Sydney, but most of them have been pretty horrible. These races are, you know, got angles and depth and, you know, good theatre. Realistically, like Alligator Blood, you know, a race like this just keeps him up, doesn't it? He probably would have gone to the paddock after the Cox Plate, but now they go, oh, there's another – sort of race for him like Mr. Brightside. They've all been in the sort of wait-for-age races and they're not even first and second pick here either. There's sort of a bit of DF that's sort of come through. So, um, But yeah, they're, but they're back to more success. suitable races if mm, they were prepared yeah. for them. That's yes, right. So like yeah. you say, and you don't know how they're going to respond to that's it. Like if it's isn't it weird, like I, and again, not a ratings person, but they were rating up, up, up into their like sort of the mile. Then once these horses got to 2,000, they all dropped back a bit. And I think it all makes sense. Like they're just not. 2,000 metre horses. So, yeah, it's, it's just, it's great. What a race. Mm, fascinating to see my Oberon. Sets up the best out of the horses coming heavy to the, the good service. But, yeah. That's the only other little scary thing 70% fit. Mm. Um, and another reason why they may not have run in the Cox plate and given that extra week is maybe it was just a bit a flat off that it might have, it might have gone better than they thought and just took a little bit more out of it. But, um, you know, no. She's doing a good enough job, Nisham, to trust that this also will be on song. Mm, definitely going really super with the uh, the imports, that's for sure. Annabelle, so right, hopefully, well, hopefully you haven't grayed you up too much, but uh, it's that's that's a grey up race. Well, that yeah, it's a big grey up race. Is that, why is I'm Thunderstruck not in that race? Why did I, it not drop? I, I back? would have thought it should have dropped back. I thought it would for sure. Mm. I know they 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 took a long time to sort of process what they were going to do, and so they had a good think about it. Uh, Zaki was supposed to be in that race as well, but obviously maybe Annabelle's gone once my Oberon's race, and he can go that two thousand. I don't I don't know, but why could they have not gone in both? I'm thunderstruck. Like I just see they drew eight in the two thousand. You think you know if, if it had a scratch to see well, you would have just maybe hedged a little bit. It wouldn't have been silly. I wonder if they because it's not as if they got full fields, but um, you know maybe that's just twenty twenty hindsight. Back him up, race to race. I don't know if you're allowed to go in both in the group once. Yeah, I don't know I, either. I don't know if you're, like, I think in the handicaps and that you can. Um, I reckon there might be some ruling against it to do it in the, the G1s from memory. If they're full fields, fair enough, you know, make a decision. But if they're not full fields, you think you just want um, you want them to be open to. The market's with him in the champion stakes. They're, they're thinking he can turn the tables. So yeah, is that just in the same enough. state? So it's in Victoria. You can't go double group one. Whammy. No, I don't. I think Nico's a bit the same. So I don't. I think he's not sure. Maybe mm. every race is a different um, set of criteria. What you can and can't do. We'll move on. Ooh. Race eight is the uh, the champion stakes. Nico's pinup horse Animo two dollar favorite in from two dollars fifteen. Blown my mind. I'm thunderstruck. Four dollars. Zaki eight dollars. Mawanga 
Uh, Walt's favourite horse, 12 into 9.50. Elliptical, $16. Hinge, $19. Mr. Maestro, 21. Maximal back to a dry tra- track. UP, $34. Mustang oh, Valley, I smell 40. a place bet coming. <laughs> Banker's Choice, got the Maya Oberon form. Hello, $61. And then here's a shocker. Tell you what, he was something beat, but uh-oh, he gets Ollie. How's Ollie Take been going? Ollie. Sorry, I had to I had to put it in there. A bit nasty from me. Let's uh let's have a look at the replay of the. Oh, we're not having another look at the Cox play. This is just heartache. You got Jamie Spencer, absolutely. Slaughter job. Unlucky in this. I'd be following it wherever it goes. You got Maximal. I tell you what, Maximal gave everyone the fright of their life. But he's like, oh no, this is too wet for me. You got Zaki just plugging away, remembering that he's eight. Ollie on El Bogadong. I think that's what gave DK. I didn't even COVID. know that Maximal was in this race until that. T- Four seconds ago. And here comes Moanga. Have a look at that run-on jobby from Moanga. Absolutely beautiful. Just surges to the line there. Back on the inside, there was unlucky sitting up late. Who? Gold Trip. (laughs) It's a gold trip. Anyway, it feels like it's just I was having nightmares about Gold Trip last night. Don't know how you guys were. Uh, Fascinating one. Go on. Tell us why Animosa Moronico. You love this horse. (laughs) Let us hear it. Gate four. Same thing happens again, doesn't it? On Thunderstruck gets too far behind him, has the whole straight to run him down. I've gone back and watched all Animo's replays. There's nothing in its career that's ever run him down. Like, if he gets headed, I think he will fight back and fight off another horse. Um, he just does what he has to. He just That's how he wins his races. The only race he's ever bolted in was the Rose Hill Guineas. I don't think there's only five in it. The other four didn't handle the track. Like, every other race he sort of had, he just gets there, pricks the ears late. So it hasn't run at Flemington, has it? Never run at Flemington. That's the only Never been to Flemington. Yeah. No. It's weird. Yeah. You would think he it does. would suit it. Yeah, he has that sort of action, doesn't he, where, you know, he didn't really get around Caulfield that well. So you think getting to Flemington would be a big tick for him, nice sort of um, big track. And you look at his good track record. Like, he's never missed a place on a good track. Well, he has. First start, he missed a place on a good track, but he got way too far back with Ole on. Scooty's man. Apart from that, his good track record is probably better than his stuff on the wet. So, yeah, I thought, I'm, I'm just going to take the double, the mug double. Nature strip into Animo. I think they'll both win. So I, d- I just don't think I'm Thunderstruck's as good as him. I think that's going to be my my line. Um, he had every chance to he had every chance to beat him in the Caulfield Stakes. That's the line, not the Cox Plate. Like the Caulfield Stakes was run to I'm Thunderstruck to suit. He didn't sort of come off the bid as early. He sort of headed him, and Animo still kicked back and beat him. So I think that's more the line than the Cox Plate. Um, no doubt he's a he's a ripper horse. I don't want to bag him too much, but. I can't see how you could take sort of four dollars. I'm thunderstruck here when Animo gets the perfect setup again, and he's beaten him his last two. So that's sort of the angle I'm taking. Um, didn't think anything. Didn't think anything else could win the race. You got a problem here, Nico? I think I think this is the race where Animo could put six on him. So this will be the day he gets beat. This is the first time I'm like can't see how he possibly gets beat. So this will be the day something he doesn't doesn't run the trip. Like if he was six, what what my price? They bet like two thirty, two forty last start. He should be like a dollar sixty here. It's um yeah for me anyway I don't, I don't know the Flemington has to suit this is softer race perfect draw again dry track yeah it just yeah far out so take that with caution first time mm. in my life I'm thinking it should be shorter yeah I, I'm completely grey here and I I don't know what to do I I, I don't really want to touch Animo I'm thunderstruck post grand final Moanga flashy run don't really want to touch it at ten dollars. Hard runs, none of them. No, I'm Thunderstruck hasn't had a hard prep. Animo hasn't had a hard prep. Uh, elliptical, ugh. Elliptical. That that form can't be the right form. And then I, I sort of wonder what Christopher Waller's doing with a horse like Hinged. 
Just well, it's, it's unplaceable. It's unplaceable. The horse. She might run a place three seventy. No, I'd be. I think you'll go maximal. The place. I think maximal's probably the only possible bet that I could have at thirty four dollars. This horse going super absolutely hates the wet track. Sort of loomed up in the uh, Cox Plate. Cox Plate forms Melbourne Cup form. And back to a dry track, this horse just won't know itself. So I'm going to have a tiny little uh, fun bet on Maxwell. Did you have a look at um, the thing Tim's riding at all, Nico? This thing. Uh... I was just going to ask you about it because it, it did run second to uh, La Creek, who everyone was just sort of piled into there last Saturday. And um, we come out since that and he bolted in the Livermore Classic, which is kind of like the. New Zealand Cox Plate equivalent. He did start two thirty one by five and a half. I was wondering if you had any mail. I don't know. Honestly, he seems... I just saw Tim was on it, and I assume, yeah, I've, I've not. I don't know the horse at all. But then I saw the Creek, and I like. I think that was a complete forgive performance last week. Like it was just the wrong set of circumstances unfolded for that horse. You have to take out like what the market thought of her. Like they're happy to back her into a dollar seventy. So obviously, there's some sort of ratings in those New Zealand Group One numbers that um, they're looking to find. I thought he was an. Itch- well, it's a mare, actually. I thought she was an interesting runner. Must I think that's even um, better if it's a mare. And, yeah, if, again, if you say all these horses are stretched to their limit at 2,000, not saying they're not high-class performers at 2,000, don't want to get the trolls out of the bridges, but uh, this horse obviously eats up the 2,000, so maybe it's a horse, horse worth looking at similar to Maximal, like a you know value option for exotics and stuff. Mm. Big, big odds of place, Maximal. Big odds of place. All right, if uh, if you want some of Nico's stuff, make sure to check out the Manning Yard Mail. He's on fire. He's got a he's got an avalanche of a following now. Everyone is a believer. Punningform.com.au is the uh, the sectional data that we're reeling off uh, with the high benchmarks. How does Bill and Nipotina run through through brick walls? How do you see that uh, benchmark figure? You look at punningform.com.au. It's an absolute. I, I'll, I'll help with Nico too because I like I yeah I hadn't well, you put me on the list there a while ago so I love looking at it even when I'm not betting in the races look at the market look at Nico's thing come through and you can even someone who doesn't follow Melbourne as much as as, as I do follow other areas it does fill in a lot of the, the the boxes so it's not even if you don't just want to know what he's backing outline he he'll give you insight into other horse in the race things that will just help you uh, add to whatever you're doing and you can't uh, can't recommend him more highly. That's the thing. Like I remember Nico saying, yeah, it's, it's such good information when you say, you know, Giga Kicks not not at his top here, and then you see him like pop out like my two Oberon weeks later. Saying, yeah. My over on that insight, like you're just not going to get that information. Uh, and you hear a little else. bit of it here yep. for these races we talk about, but this is talking about every race that he covers, and mm. it's it follows on. You know, like it follows on for weeks, months. You know, there's things that you pick up in there if you if you're sharp enough to note things down that um, you know may not help you in that race but they'll help you in you know half a dozen races down the line good little pearl that yeah i um i often go back two weeks and go oh i wonder what nico said about that that favorite or that horse at mm. caulfield you know two a fortnight ago i dig through and i can find it there in the telegram group so make the sure the beauty of him is he's sick enough and i mean this with respect that he does <laughs> like he, he knows all the horses and he can you know he does actually get to know the horses individually which is just nearly impossible to do if you're not you know living and breathing it outstanding stuff Pretty good polish there, Nico. Probably the best you'll get all week. Ooh. Rose Hill uh, race five. I don't know what the uh, what the meaning is this week. The five diamonds, oh, mate. Don't ask me. Is like Jesus, a, what like, is the five is diamonds? Like, what even is, is it? Yeah, isn't that out of the Ocean's Eleven when, when they steal the diamonds off old Al Pacino out of the roof or something? Is that where he's got it from? It's got me. Got me absolutely buggered. Yeah, I don't know. Someone. Oh, what did they say? That someone posted the thing yesterday that. Tasmania's got the richest track, richest race on Polly or something. So that's his next goal. 
Oh my god! Build a poly track and then destroy it. Yeah, for prize money. Oh my! He said uh, someone wants them to build a synthetic track at Cessnock. Uh, apparently, it's got no running rail anymore. They stole the running rail to uh, help the to upgrade the running rail at Mudgy. So that that'll be out the window. Oh my god! Go racing New South Wales. I tell you what, rudimental was good though, and the hundred k investment. Mate, who's rudimental? Un- unreal. The average age of person in that mosh pit, apart from the one dude who was up on the shoulders with the fitness selfie, was dead set 16. Anyway, whatever. Engaging the younger punters, my crack hole. No, I thought it was good. Uh, 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 if they actually just halved the prize money for all these pop-ups and then halved. got more more bands like Rudimental, I'm saying it's a good thing. I'm, I'm allowed to have my own opinion and be positive. No, no, yeah, ha. I'm not worried about it, Rudimental. I'm saying, you know, 20% probably still gets the same fields. I want... Less big dance prize money and more little dances scattered across all the race meetings. If anyone no can follow that, we just got to find some horses to run in these races. Just get a, get around a few for the five diamonds and the little dance and the big dance. It'd be an absolute fill up if you're an owner, sort of, of a few of these horses because you're getting so much overs compared to 10, 15 years ago. Like those horses would have been lucky making you know two, three hundred k in their career. Now they can make. Two million without even winning anything decent. Yeah, like Cisco Bay. What's Cisco Bay? He's like a what a listed horse or something like that. Maybe a Group Three horse. And I don't know what he's made this prep, but um, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's um, but it's just so weird, isn't it? It's just so weird, and you, it's more luck about being eligible, and oh, it's pretty crazy. But anyway, it is what it is. Good luck to the owners who uh, capitalise on it. <laughs> All right, let's have a look at uh, Rose Hill Race 5. Devil's Throat is the favourite. This is the Furphy Handicap that we're going to have a look at. This is Walt's uh, first one. Devil's Throat 440, Fox Fighter 460 per Inaway 550, Kobe Rock 750, Ben the Knee 950, uh, Somai 11, Broken Arrows $13. He's a hot shot, $13. And uh, that's about the, the best of it. We're going to have a look at the trial of Ben the Knee. So its first trial was pretty good. Second trial was looked pretty average. So then obviously weren't happy with it back to the third trial here what i like it it's a it's a trial but this horse actually has got pace and what i'm praying for is that they use it on saturday because it is drawn 10 there's a devil's throat's drawn nine i think it's sort of forced to roll forward so i'm just praying that reggie's on his bike with devil's throat and rolls forward and then this horse you know what's it got um you know, the trial, whatever, we'll watch the trial. I'm not even going to watch the trial, but it trial's fair enough. But this horse has got, like, I think it was first time. Hang on, I've got to check this because I haven't got my note, 93,000 notes. First up last time, he got beat, like, four lengths, five lengths by Marzu. Not many horses are getting that close to Marzu. Then four, and that was on a heavy track first up, not ideal. Second up, heavy track again, got beat 1.6 by Valana. Again, nothing in this race is getting you within 1.6 of Valana. Uh, if this horse rolls forward and is within striking distance or the track's playing, you know, like it was last week, probably, you know, the rail's out a little bit further, you definitely want to be up there. I think Fox Fighter's absolutely flying, but I think it's just runs 1,200, like just if it does. I think it's an 1,100-metre horse. Devil's Throat's a dead set midweek, just a Saturday horse. Purina Way's first up. I don't know what it is. It won first up last time in with every possible had nothing more to give really after that. This is the horse in the race that has a bit of class on its side, potentially at least. I think it's been gelded. Can you can you can you tell me that? It's yeah, been gelded, it's gelded as well. So yeah, I think if think of it rolls forward and gets put in the race, I think ten dollars is just a, crazy a potentially price. crazy price, but you it definitely a, a risky one if that makes sense. Like a, you could have egg on your face, but I think it, it it's a bit of a 
if I had to mark it and say it was at its top, I'd mark it $2.50. Why? Um, John Walter, aggressive pricing. Yeah, I'm going to say, but then if you say if it goes back to last, it, you know, it could make you look stupid. It could just not ever be put in the race. But, um, you know, if the hunch is right, I think the price is big, so I think it's worth taking the risk on. Well, you just steam into the 383% market. They're the place and take the 290. If you well, that's definitely what chance. I wouldn't be doing. I think this is one of those. Uh, it's definitely not a 1 by 44. It's definitely more a 44 by 1 for me. Mm. Love it. All right, bomb fresh horse, bend the knee. It's got uh, huge form first up and trial well, so hopefully uh, Nico doesn't stop it on us. So that's, uh, that's an absolute. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm looking back to its form. I found it. Stakes day last year, I remember fighting it, and then I grayed up, and I didn't bet. It paid nine dollars, and I kind of backed it every run since, and it hasn't got near it. So, it's a weird he's, horse. He's it's just a weird horse. He, like you look through his SPs, like he started four forty in the Queensland Guineas. Mm. Character wins that race. You know, Dark Destroyer both. I think they're both close to Group One winners or Group Two winners. Character started like nine bucks in the Turak. The Valana form strong. Even the Bacchanalia form is pretty strong. Like for a race like this, let alone Mizzou. So, like I said, I've. I've followed him for a while. I've followed him for a while, so maybe I'm I'm due there with him on Saturday. Everything's vulnerable for me. Everything in this race is vulnerable, as in either just runs the trip, class-wise average, or just not set up well. So hopefully get on your bike, Reggie. Give it a kick. <laughs> the time-honoured five diamonds. Uh, Ellsberg's a favourite here, $2.40. This is race eight. Laws of Indices, four eighty. Ayrton, $8. Uncle Bryn, $8.50. Die Mill, $9.50. Rustic Steel, $14. Sabak, $19. And uh, you can get much better the rest. We're going to have a look at uh, the Golden Eagle. Uh, what is it? The Silver Eagle. I don't know what it's called. This is the lead up a couple of weeks ago. And uh, Ellsberg's the winner here. And what was this race? Uh, pardon? How far was this race? It's like 1,500, isn't it? It went yeah, 16 back to 15. Yeah, uh, the warm up race to the Golden Eagle or whatever it was. And uh, he just toughs it out here and uh, gets the job done nicely here. Ellsberg. This is uh, the form race for it and Ayrton. So he, uh, he gets the job done over him. And then the other replay we're going to have a look at is uh, Uncle Bryn winning the Sale Cup. So I think this is the one. Yeah, this is an interesting one. So they chose to ride it absolutely dead cold this day. I was lucky enough to have a couple little um, sneaky uh, bets on this horse but um, it's just peeling to the outside here I think D Moore's on it and it just absolutely lets rip and uh, puts an absolute hole in them Look there and there like holy goodness Look, it's just like a, it looks like a different horse so Look, I poo pooed this horse action. Holy crap. after the uh, Mooney Valley but I, I think I've this, this horse has got some ability well, three starts back at split go, um, smoke and Roman's gold trip and then beat a misery home but I They've, I think they've, you know, finally found the key to this uh, horse. But then I see Rachel King on it, which mm. absolutely puts the wind fair and squarely up me. It's just the it's worst gone. sort of horse for her to ride. D Moore, I thought, oh yeah, that's perfect. But then he mm. he hasn't followed the horse up, which is alarm bells for me. And then you've got R King on it, and I'm, but I'm thinking to myself, well. Laws of Indices is just Is it going to so, run here or is it is it in somewhere else or not? No, is, it's I, there. not in Melbourne as well? No. I think she decided just to go to this race. Okay, cool. Well, no, it, it, it's a... This well, is perfect a for it. Yeah. Dry track, 1,800 metres, just at the, I think it's the perfect distance that it wants and if it hasn't been flattened by uh, the Cox just Plate... Just gate. If it drew a soft draw gate, wouldn't you just be in, like, you'd just be just about declaring this horse. If it just drew a soft, like, how would they beat it? If it drew a soft gate, it's just where it's going to be. Uh, what do you What do you think, Ayrton? Uwe, Uwe's on it. Nico? Yeah, I'd be against Ayrton at 1,800. I thought he loomed up like he was probably going to win that race sort of over the mile, and then he didn't really stretch out, did he? Um, 
I don't, know, I don't think he's ever going to be the horse everyone sort of thought he was going to be after the uh, the injuries he sort of went through or the time off he had, I should say. So, um, yeah, you know, he's not he's not going to rate back to those ratings of last spring or even the spring before that. So, um, yeah, I think he'd be better suited coming back to say fourteen hundred than eighteen. But um, mile might be a sweet spot. But you know, you got Eden at eight bucks. You got Uncle Bryn at eight bucks. I know he won the Sale Cup, and then you got four eighty laws of industry. So it was. Pretty unlucky in the Cox Plate. And the and race then, before that. Holy heck, how good what was that over that race? Ran, like ran enormous in the Turak. He's a bit hard to ignore here for me at $5. Like, it should be Alsberg, Alsberg will give him something to catch for sure. Like He's as tough as they come. but Could be fainting kind of, too, right? He could be fainting at the end of 1800. Yeah, can he actually run 1800? Like Everyone was like, oh, can he run a mile in the Epsom? The last start he dropped back and trip probably a tick. Now at eighteen hundred, you'd be thinking, uh, I would think you'd get closer to three dollars than two fifty. Full control he had in that last race too, coming back off the mile, absolutely perfect. He might get full control again here, but it may not matter. Um, I would, I wouldn't be surprised that if Law of Industry started favourite here, I think it'll get absolutely completely hammered. Laws of Indices, yeah, especially the late go in the two rack. Uh, they smashed it. So the horse is obviously airborne. It's run well in the Cox Plate. If- it was off the map in the Turak, wasn't it? I remember watching the flux. Like it was like 21 into 12. In the last five and, minutes, right? And late too, not throughout the day. Like, did you late. back at the place there, Nico? No, uh, go, go away. <laughs> did, did you back a private eye at the place in the Everest? No, but I unloaded on Law of Indices the win as well in that race too. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think Law of Indices and Uncle Bryn are the two here. Diamond's an interesting horse, but way up in grade. Rustic Steel couldn't win if it started now. Sabarks so doesn't have the class. The rest of them don't have the class. Um, yeah, if if it flums a spot, like if it if Bowman follows Ayrton, very similar to that other race we just talked about, and just slots in fourth. That's what he's trying. Could to be do. times and margins. Mm. It'll start Who's with on it? Law of Indices. Bowman. Bowman. Perfect. Oh, okay. Mm. Mm. It'll start with a three in front of its name, I'm sure. You think Rachel King could just lead by six on Uncle Bryn? I don't know. Just light it up? Just give it the full... (laughs) (laughs) I thought to myself, when I first looked at it, I thought, oh, no, Rachel King's on it. And I'm like, oh, it's probably perfect because she'll slaughter it. And then then laws of indices, we just just shove all of the bank in. You should put the gif up. It's the best. I mean, with the head out the window, oh, it's the best. It's, a, it's Jeremy Clarkson in um, it's Jeremy Clarkson top gear, in uh, Top Gear. We'll we'll tweet out the gif of Rachel. King, oh, it's the best. The Jeremy Clarkson Top Gear. It's basically the wind hitting. Oh, 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 <laughs> I can't really do it properly, but it uh, it's outstanding. It's, oh, it's from Walt's Chat Group. It's uh, it's a beautiful thing. Rachel King. Shout out to those poor people who backed that. What was it? What was the horse that she carved last week where she took off? Uh, I don't know what it was, but anyway, good luck to She multiple. didn't even get a start in the poor old uh, Ellen Hennessy's back to rider school, and she didn't make the stewards report. If you want more, um, well, what's the shout word? out to Danny Jackson? Hair splitting commentary and I guess no holds barred on trainers, jockeys, whatever. Racingwatch.com.au, and um, there's a heap of people in there that have got similar side of Objective, we give positives to negatives. We just try and be fairly realistic. And if uh, if a chat group's not for you, you can just get on the Telegram group so all that other noise can go away and you can just get the beautiful refined oil the out oil, of uh, Walt via uh, Telegram as well. So if you don't want noise and you just want gambling, you go Telegram. So it's beautiful. Less noise. Speaking less noise. of less noise, Donnie's best. Let's see what the uh, the Don's got this week. G'day, boys. Donnie's here with this weekend's best bets. Last week, Mick, 16s into fives, ran second. We took it the place as well, so happy with that. We move forward to this week. I'm backing one. 
in the support race of one of Australia's greatest meetings. It's the Kempsey Cup on Friday, and I found one in race two. It's called Wollinga Charisma. Um, it's a really good horse. At Scone, first up, got a bit of interference, still finished off well. Musclebrook last start, got held up. We're in the best final two of the day. Barrier one here. It doesn't look to be much else in the race. So $2.35. It seems fair, and I'm happy to take it. On Saturday, we've got Dooman. I like one in race four, number three, Enterprise Attack. It's a really strong horse. I hope Boris Thornton leads them here and leads them at a solid tempo. If he does this, I think he'll take the sprint out of the rest of them and he'll be the strongest late. It's currently about $3 with Top Sport, but its starter and its figures aren't too strong, so I'm expecting it to drift. So I'm thinking around $4 to $4.50 is the right price. So I'm going to back it with the top fluck on Top Sport. I like that horse. I think he can win, but we'll just wait and uh, back it late. So the two bets this weekend are Kempsey, race two, number six, Wollinga Charisma, and Dooman on Saturday, race four, number three, Enterprise Attack. Good luck, boys. I don't think that uh, Donnie's a vampire as well. He doesn't sleep. If he's turning stones over at uh, Kempsey, wowee. What day is the Kempsey race? What day is Saturday? T- tomorrow, Friday. Today's Thursday. Friday. Tomorrow. Kempsey so hang Cup. on, he's gone. So you've had Saturday, <laughs> Tuesday, Melbourne Cup Day, Thursday, Oaks Day, then you've got Saturday, whatever, and he's already done Friday. Yeah. He's the best. And then Wednesday, yeah, it was all over Wednesday as well. Wednesday and yesterday. Yeah, well, that's right, and Grafton and... He mustn't speak to his missus. Yeah. Do you speak to Beck much? Yeah, I go, oh, what's for lunch? <laughs> and then she's at the end, she's like, oh, can we spend some time together? I'm like, listen, seriously, I'm that stressed <laughs> out. I'm anxiety, I'm tired, I've got that much to do. Oh, you're fine, aren't you? That's pretty much every night. Doom and Race 4 is the other one. Uh, Enterprise Attack. So he's going Ashley Morgan, Chris Lees, Willinger Charisma, Kempsey Cup, Race 2, and then he's going Doom and Race 4, 3, Enterprise Attack, and then he's trying to tell everyone to take top fluck. That's just a real weird scenario, that one. Boris Thornton on. I tell you what, if Boris's horses are on, they usually get backed off the map. Top sports team. We'll just get march right along there. Mm. Uh, Saturday, beautiful. Flemington race one, number 14, is French Emperor. 1,100 at uh, 5.50. Nico. David Payne thing? Used to be David Payne, now Price Kent. They've sort of uh, had a few runs with him now. I think he's gone for three on the bounce. One at Geelong last start. Um, he's been, what, 5.50 to 480 with Top Sport in a race where there's a few sort of hateful horses that have been going around and sort of shown ability but never lived up to it. Um, so I can see why the early market sort of identified him. I like it, that it, term. It's hateful, a, hateful yeah. I like it. That's it's exactly a, what they are. It's hateful. a skunk race. Yeah. Uh, the interesting runner here that I thought, um, I thought Gay would just have Castlereagh Kid completely wound up. Is that the? Um, that's huh? the uh, the the singer horse. Or yeah, the, the singer horse. Snitzel, yeah. absolute joy. She'll just have that absolutely screwed down. Nash hot bang sixteen hundred first up. There's it's my pretty good horse. Pretty good odds. I'd be back in that. I'd steer and I haven't done the race, but seven dollars I'd just go bang there. It's a strange time for her to be producing that horse, but it's a very good horse. Taunting's the next one. Flemington race nine at number six, J Mac. Michael Hickmont. They're starting to run through brick walls, these uh Michael Hickmont horses, I'm noticing. Four forty into three thirty here and the bet is two thousand at three eighty. Nico, anything? No, we're back to last start. It was a complete moral beaten, so I can see why the uh the market wants to go with him there. I will say I think Joyful Fortune is a double acceptor. Can't remember if he's out today or sort of saved, but he's 370 in that race at the moment. So uh, if you're back and taunting, there's probably going to be deductions if Joyful Fortune does run today. Mm, looks like it is running today. Yep, so there'll be deductions there. But, oh, he was he was outstanding last day. He's been outstanding this prep. J-Mac going on, you think he's only going to improve. Um, 
I'm just so sick he couldn't get up last day. It was it was one of the sickest watches ever at Mini Valley. He still nearly won, and he had no luck. Rose Hill Race 9, number four here, is uh, I Am Me. Ooh. So we've got uh, 2000 at uh, $3.40. Uh, is uh, Hypothetical still in? The Friedman horse? Hypothetical's in yes. the last on Saturday at... Uh, yeah, that's why I was just checking to see whether it's too. come yeah. out of... Because you asked me to have a quick look at the race. So, yeah, I think I Am Me is one of the... Probably two best setup horses there. If, if Friedman's horse doesn't run, uh, yeah, it, it'll probably go very close. I mean, they'll just sit on that winning verse. Who I, you know, I liked it last week, but I'm just starting to think that maybe it's a bit of a pack chaser. So um, the I and me and hypothetical will probably get the cold sit on it, and one of them will probably win. Mm. Ushka, yeah, interesting placement there. My use is I and me. So that money's it's now three forty. So. Good bet there of $2,000 for confidence. All right, it's, I tell you what, the feast, Thursday, Saturday, and then we'll need the paddock for a couple of days. I would have thought after that, my head's going to explode. Just looking forward to the sanity of Armadale and Musselbrook and, <laughs> nice and, and these sorts of places uh, prevailing rather than having to scan your eye through all these million races. But that no, it's, it's a great time of year, great time of year, We're trying to work out what horses are targeting what races like good. Goddamn a tissue, you know, like you just got to try and line them up. And oh, it's good, it's a good fun time of year, but it is tiring. Mm. Beautiful. All right. Hopefully, we've uh, found you a couple of winners there for this Saturday. Good luck. Thanks for supporting us. And uh, make sure you head to Top Sport, give them a go. And uh, we'll see you next Thursday. Hopefully, we've all uh, made oh, it. Hopefully, DK will be back, you know, and well. And everyone, if you've got, you know, roses you want to send him, Nick, Nick will send you his, uh, his, his address, his private address, if you want to hand deliver him. Uh, we can organise that. Most people have probably just turned the show off after 10 minutes. He's the most popular on the show, so I don't know why I've been yeah, persisted agree. with it. Good luck today. Good luck today in the next couple of days, Nico. We'll need it. We'll need it for sure. Good luck, we'll mate. be right. It looks better. It's punters time now. Bookies have had their run. We'll, uh, we'll bounce I've, back. I've done a bit of bit of walt pricing today on a few Good. horses. So. Up and about. $21 chances, I think, that are morals, so hopefully we can get something out of them. Absolutely. Well, I think I've got a sneaky one on Saturday, walt pricing. Oh. Nico, before we go. Just, just humor me. I think Sadler set one up. Flash feeling. Any oh. chance race two? They should, was they the biggest moral in the world today. It was like dead set a twenty one dollar moral, and it didn't get a run. So it's got to be a chance on Saturday. But today it would have just won, I reckon. But I'll have to be on on Saturday. I'll have to be on. But today it was just the like the best bet of the carnival. I thought. That kills me because I was, I was saying the same thing. It absolutely looked cherry ripe to peak here at 1600, and I am just absolutely in the cupboard. Just, just didn't get a run. That's even sicker. And now on Tuesday, the horse that I thought was a sneaky one is that Woods, that w- Woods or something on Saturday. I thought that was a query horse, that Henry Dwyer thing with B. Melamon. Nico, we need a sniper and Aesop. Just kill them both. Woods went on a really weird sort of day at Geelong there. So I haven't done the race sort of intently yet and dived into it, but. Uh... Yeah, Flash Feeling was set up to run a big race today, so I imagine he's going to be going well on stakes day no matter what. Anyway, hopefully uh, we've found your winner, and we'll see you next week. Bye.